0: What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Black Gay Agenda. It's your boy Michael.
1: It's Alex here, Ryan Lewis,
0: Justin B. Smith, and we're excited, y'all. This is the second to last episode. Next week is our season finale. Super excited for that. Um, let's get into <laughs> some <laughs> things. Let's get into some things before we go, though. Um, how's everybody doing? Let's do some life updates, y'all.
2: Whoever wants to hop in. I was gonna say I'm good. Uh I'll be quick. Um good doing some. I'm trying to get my closet in order, right? Y'all, so I'm redoing my closet. I'm trying to make it like a fancy, real fancy like closet. So I have flooring put down, I'm having somebody paint yeah. and I'm buying some shelving. So I wanna I'm gonna be real fancy. I'm gonna do a photo shoot in that once it's done. I got a mirror that's gonna be dope for it. So that's pretty much with that, and then um that three, the third uh callback on this this fashion show, I'm just waiting to hear the results. We'll, we're going to see what's going on with that. But other than okay. that, man, you know, it's out here. Mm. Congratulations. Yes. Thank
0: Congratulations!
2: You, thank you.
3: Congratulations. <laughs> My mom hates that song. Come on, Closet. I feel like that's such an adult thing to, like, be doing like i can't wait to get in that space of my life to be like making renovations to my closet you know my, my first
2: of all i don't own it this is an apartment however my landlord lets me do what i want to do and uh-huh. yeah and this it was a two-bedroom they converted it into a one i have no i have no uh-huh. like uh storage i got this nice extra room here that that's my office slash bar but I ain't got no storage space.
3: That's the so. extra room? I thought that was your living room.
2: Got so, it. my living room, it's like a threshold, right? Here. That wall, that would have been the other wall that makes this a room, but they opened mm. it. Did. So, that's why you can see my living room.
0: Okay. okay. So, living room goes that way. That's cool. All right. Don't be giving people the whole entire layout of your house.
1: <laughs> no niggas are crazy. I love it. You know, but yeah, um, life is good. Just working, I did a little bit of, of traveling. Um, I have a photo shoot coming up. Um, you know, things, articles about to drop about Ryan out loud. It's things are good. My okay, car, article, my car will be paid off. My truck will be paid paid off next week. <laughs> Woo! Um,
0: are you keeping look. it or are you doing that? <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm going to keep it, I think, for okay. right now. I need it to last me for another, you know, so I get That's settled in a new place and everything. But besides that... That's mature,
0: too. You know, we like mm-hmm. to we like to trade in, trade in, trade in. You
1: no, know, I'm going to keep that mm-hmm. thing. I've
2: been wanting to live without that condo for a little bit. You better wrap it in bubble wrap and pray on it okay. every day because as soon as you get done, paying it off. I know. This bullshit. I, I
0: love, love that. that. We, yeah, shout out to ownership name. though, amen. Period. Period. What, what about you, Justin? What's going? What's new? What's so, I've been like,
3: I feel like I'm like in the best space in my life. I oh. feel very abundant, like for real, for real. In a sense, oh I feel goodness. very clear-headed. Yes, level-headed. um Like, okay, let me just give y'all a little synopsis. It's been over 100 plus days since I drink alcohol and smoke. Woo!
2: That's what's crazy. Congrats on that. Crazy,
3: crazy, crazy, like damn. But also, I have like four speaking events, books for the next six weeks um, that I'll be doing. Yes. Um, um,
0: Yeah.
3: My play is finally happening. It's happening next Saturday. Okay. Nice. Which is oh my god. Are Ah, you off book? You off book yet? We're actually, oh we actually we all booked by Saturday. So yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm excited. I, I, you know, it's a lot of singing, a lot of acting, a lot of dancing. Um, you singing?
2: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's. Oh, wait, not this. Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. <laughs> 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 you see that? He said, <laughs> a... the hand the
2: mouth
3: giggle. <laughs> y'all know, y'all know my lady. But um, yeah. And I'm actually, like, been dating someone. Come on, somebody.
0: Reverse. Reverse. Dating. What does that mean? Are they courting you?
3: Yeah. Opening the door for me. Buy me flowers. um, Are you giving them an experience? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. Uh, um, Period. Mutually, you know, just mutually giving them the same energy back.
0: That was a good callback, Alex. Thank you. Yeah, man. that was.
3: That man. was. That is good. But yes, the experience has been very worthwhile. It's only good okay. time.
0: After. Come on, worthwhile. <laughs> we love that. We love a good dating experience. We'll that, have to, uh, you'll have to keep us posted. Please. Yes. This is a good
3: man, Savannah. He's a good man, for real. So.
0: <laughs> How old is he? 30.
3: Okay. So I don't want to go past the five year threshold. It was ten year. It was ten years a couple years ago. Then I dropped.
0: <laughs> I like that I for you.
3: Five. I love that for you. Money um, from the best. money from y'all. Y'all
0: are living abundantly. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. Yeah. Um, what about you, Mister Micah? Yeah, life has been coming at me really fast, right? Um, really fast and really hard. Pause. Um, so let's start <laughs> off with. Let's start with the negative, but it's actually not a negative because it's a positive. Um, I've shown so much growth. And um, for all of you guys who have been following this, y'all, y'all have heard of me talk about Mr. Six figures, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was never about his money because money doesn't impress me. It's whatever. Um, and I told y'all like how he would like pop up and then ghost, and then when he would ghost, he would come back like a week later and be like, hey. Just like just text, just hey, <laughs> and it was just like really crazy, and it just kept pulling me back in. Um, and the last time that I had texted him, I'm like, dang, you act like you don't know nobody because I felt some type of way. So I said, I'm mm-hmm. gonna actually articulate exactly how I felt, and then he responded with, "Oh, sorry, I've been so busy," and gave me a bunch of excuses as to what he's been doing. And then I was like, it's, and I said it's all good. Um, do what you got to do." So. I hadn't heard from him for like a good two weeks. And then the other day he texted me and he was like, hey, hope all is well. And I I initially went to like respond back to him. And then I was like, you know what? I'm cool with you, bro. And I didn't respond. I just left him on red and I I left that that over there. Um, I believe you got to choose yourself. And that's not saying that he's a bad guy. He just doesn't have the capacity to offer me what I need right now. Mm-hmm. So, I let him do him. So, like, I was happy about that. Other than that, a um, couple, life updates. Like, work has been coming in so fast for me. Um, I've got, like, four different clients right now that I'm consistently working with. Four clients on re- monthly retainer. which on, is retainer. Um, retainer. I am going to Atlanta next month for a little mini trip. I'm going to be there. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Going to go to uh, the Deviant Party. Um, I got. Um, oh. I really want to go to that. I'm, that I'm Please
2: horror. take some pictures because I want to see. Please, it. It, yes.
0: It's gonna be my first deviant. Um, it's gonna be my first deviant. The um theme is freak, and it's horror yes. but make it sexy. You know. Yes. So mm. I got a little. I got a couple of things that I'm working on. I don't want to say on here because the girls will listen and copy. Um, mm. but I'll tell y'all offline. Um, but then I'm going out there. I'm going to be um, collaborating with some fellow content creators. And when I say content creators, I'm talking about uh, like not. Oh, uh, OK. OK. Thank not, you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to say <laughs> that when you say you're going to Atlanta. Um, I didn't even right. think
2: that, honestly. I was, but like, we know you, so.
0: Right, right, right. So yeah, doing some podcast stuff with some yeah. uh, other content creators, doing some um, other things got lined up. But really what it is, this is the biggest one. And I'm excited because I kind of mentioned it, but um, from now until May, I'm going to be going to Atlanta either monthly or bi-monthly until I go ahead and move my leases up in May right here in Chicago. And I just feel like my time in Chicago is coming to the end. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm doing everything that I can here, and I feel mm-hmm. like there's a lot of opportunities for me to do what I do, especially in the entertainment podcasting space. So, yeah, I'm going to be moving to Atlanta in 2020. So, um, mm. I'll probably spend some time yeah, while I'm Baker, down here, yeah, you know, apartment hunting. And, you know, just up? really, I want to go there at least monthly or bi monthly to just like, you know, continue to make con- connections, collab with different people down there. So, when I get down there, it's just not like, oh, I'm, you know, I kind of have a feel of what I'm getting into. Mm. Congrats on
2: that. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. 11, 11, These, 11 new 11, These new clients are helping. These new clients are helping. So, amen for that. hmm. Um, before we get into the main topic for today, I want to, um, you know, we don't do hot topics that much, but there is something that I want to talk about that I've seen on, um, social media. And I, I think it's important, especially coming off of the fat, no fat, no films agenda. You feel me? Because that's something that we talked about. Um, hmm, where do I even start? So, yeah, I want to get into this because we always talk about how, you know, femme people are uh, bullied or fat people are bullied. And I know we don't believe in reverse racism and reverse heterophobia, but all of that stuff. But I do feel like some members of marginalized communities, i.e. some fat people or thin people, sometimes they are very mean and nasty and rude and they attack mm-hmm. other people, right? So, like, if I go... so Okay, so... There's an um, individual over on X, right? There's an individual over on X. And I'm not even going to say his name because I don't want to give him any shine, more shine and clout that he's already searching for. But he's the same person who um, there was a, um, you know, gentleman within our community whose father, I'm not father, whose brother um, died and he was a cop and he celebrated it because he said, He shouldn't have been a pig, this, that, and the other. So, like, this man is problematic as F, all right? Mm. So, or they are problematic as F. Let me use people's correct pronouns. I don't want to be toxic, all right? All right, so there was a post that was um, posted from a uh, Twitter user. We still call it Twitter, y'all. I'm not saying an (laughs) ex-user, but there was a post... (laughs) It sounds like white supremacy for some reason. Every anytime I, agree. I, hear, yeah, I think of like white supremacy, I agree. But, so he said, "Um, so the the gentleman he posted him. It was his birthday weekend. He throughout his birthday weekend he posted a lot of stuff. He posted him and his friends out and about at like dinner and just like you know different pictures. And then there was a picture uh, that they were all like topless or whatever, and they were you know they looked to be in shape. They were all um, what's the word?" conventionally attractive, et cetera, et cetera, right? That's the words that we like to use, conventionally attractive, because attractive is subjective. Anywho, um, Introducing Pink, oops, um, said lots of muscles. So he quote tweeted it. And Ryan, you already talked about this before, how aggressive and passive, or passive aggressive quote tweeted it. So he quote tweeted this. He said lots of muscles, lots of sweat, no degrees, <laughs> no full-time jobs. Ooh, I missed that. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, Let's talk about it. Now, this set <laughs> individual, he's what I call a homotep, right? We know the hoteps are the people who are always like, oh, we're for the Black community, but in being for the Black community... They try to, they not try, they punch down on members of the community, right? And they, they're right. very aggressive, very opinionated, very blah, 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 And I feel like there's a group of homoteps who are like that, who feel like they're doing the good work because he will say that he's deconstructing and he's tearing down respectability politics and social constructs and all of that. But this is my thing. For you to jump to someone has no degree and no job because they care about well not even care about it because they're in the gym in the gym and they like working on their bodies. That's a little that's a little wild to me. Do mm-hmm. some people go to the gym and build their bodies for the wrong reasons? Yes. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm somebody who's in the gym. I enjoy it. It's my therapy, right? It's my some of y'all, y'all drink three, four bottles of wine a day and a night to kind of like unwind, right? Mm-hmm. Deal with mm-hmm. stress. I go to okay. the gym. Come on. That's what I do, cause I enjoy. it. It's fun. It's re- it's it, it's a release. So for him to jump to that conclusion to me was kind of foul. It was kind of wild. I it's great. giving unhealed trauma. It's giving. I don't have very. I don't. I, I don't have self esteem.
1: And it's like, how do you get that from just one, like a picture? A picture making an assumption.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of the gentlemen he responded, he's like, um, funny thing is I have two degrees and a six figure job.
1: Period.
2: I wouldn't have even <laughs>
0: right. Like yeah, it's you
2: cool. For me to even
1: answer to pay you. Pay it, it dust. Like mm-hmm. you dust. You would have paid it dust. Yeah. Sometimes you because, gotta mute that tweet. Okay. Mute the tweet. Because in my mind. I don't know his past
2: tweets. I don't know who the person is. I've never seen him. I don't know his mm-hmm. personality. I don't know who, is all, who they are at all. But if I log on to the internet and I see a picture of handsome people with nice bodies, if the first thought that comes into my head is an insult, that reads like jealousy. Mm. It doesn't read like anything else and when I first heard it when I found out it was the same person who that who was being talked about was the same person who made the comment about um, the brother's death I thought okay well maybe it was an underhanded read to get back for that but you would have just said that and made it about that but but then I read the thread and I'm like oh so it is about the picture Mm -hmm. which says nothing it just it's people with no shirts on and they have nice bodies.
3: It feels like jealousy. Yeah. And honestly, like, um, just to add to that, I feel like there was no correlation to like what he said. It's like the photo, like him making that assumption of these people who are attractive or conventionally attractive, are like dumb, they don't got degrees. And even if they don't have a degree, that doesn't even if they have a degree, that doesn't make them like the smartest person in the world or not. It's the fact that like he he tried to like read them just by them having fun. And this person posting on his birthday. And when I see people, when I see things like that, that's why I do not like associate with Twitter because people just like to um, project insecurities and negativity on people just because they they are happy, or they had a bad day. So mm. it it was just it was just really interesting. Um, it's interesting to see these things constantly happen within our community, and it's just like how we expect it to get better, and it's like we're constantly doing this to each other. It's it, it's disheartening, <clears throat> honestly, for me.
0: I feel like people are just doing at this point. It's for engagement. Oh, yes, yes. At this point, it's people a, get bored, and either they do something it. super offensive like that, or they have just a reductive conversation. Um, photographer, um, Colin Benson. Uh, check his photography out. He's super dope. But he had posted this um about like. How we get bored as a community and we just say the same reductive as conversations. Like the other day he was talking about like some and especially sex. It's be like, would you let somebody spin in your mouth?
2: <laughs>
0: <Damn>. Um <laughs> <laughs> masked yeah. man, would you let a fed man top you? Um, it's just like the same tired, just discourses, and I feel like people just at this point. People are just doing stuff just to do it, just to say that we're over here, you know, arguing. Do y'all really, y'all really, y'all really be fucking on your friends? Question mark, question mark, question mark, like.
2: The people that are most Twitter popular are the ones that keep up the most bullshit.
0: Mm. Mm. Everybody
2: knows them. You can tell by, if you read the comments friend you cutting up again friend Girl, you don't <laughs> even know him you don't even know, exactly. him. Doesn't I don't know like the a motherfucking friend i hate <laughs> yeah. so much
0: oh so friend I, I
2: yeah so it's all for attention it's oh, awful yeah, <laughs> yeah, <address> it. <laughs> baby it's all for attention yeah. it's all for attention you know it's for attention because then after that they'll say something now you know there was a tweet that followed that that said like taking candy from a baby. Now, Mm -hmm. my assumption, my assumption, now I'm assuming, I'm assuming that that was, yeah, like taking candy from a baby. You started some shit so that you can get some engagement and get the people talking and run your shit up. That's literally, to me, what it was doing, and that comment in my mind solidifies it. Maybe that ain't what they was talking about, but to me, it's like, that's That's what what they was trying to do. Yeah, I'm (laughs) like, come
0: on. so He's kind of quiet, but we have a popular, famous Twitter gay on this podcast. No way, um, we do do. Who that. Who they Ryan Lewis,
1: (laughs) (laughs) how (laughs) many followers do you have? Close to 20,000.
0: So, talk to us how, like, before we go to break, I want to know, like, how because you're not. For the, for the most part, I, I don't think I've ever seen it. Maybe I've missed something, but you're not really toxic, like a lot of the famous ones.
1: Um no, I don't think I am. How I am think
0: you
1: think? Like I really just all of, a lot of my engagement comes from like really random tweets, but they're not always toxic. I might just say some off the wall shit sometimes. Like that's why it's ca- I'm called Rated Ryan on social media because you don't know what I'm going to say. It might be a crazy music take or it could be a, a nasty tweet. It could be something very inspirational, but I try to keep it very like non-toxic, just really borderline. Um I feel like you know, the most I ever the probably one of the biggest drags I've ever received on Twitter and I muted it. You know, people would Big accounts, just mute the tweet if you know it's going to get some, you know, engagement. I saw a tweet where they were comparing Jasmine Sullivan and Adele, and it really pissed me off. And I said, okay, Jasmine Sullivan can sing Rolling in the Deep, but can Adele sing I need, you know, bust your windows? Absolutely not. So, you know, I said that. Ruffled some feathers, or like they're two different people. Da 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 da. But I didn't. Well, yeah, I tweet it. It was off. The top <laughs> okay. Of the right. If I'd have quote, it made more sense if I would have retweeted, like quote retweeted, the tweet, or maybe you know clarified my statement. But I just saw it and I kept scrolling, and I, it really bothered me, so I had to say mm-hmm. what I had to say. I just muted it. The thing is with these people and I'm going to say it offline because there's some people that I have on the list that I'm just like a lot of these people need to be held accountable for the bullshit that they spit on their accounts and they don't get no backlash because they people find their followers find them attractive.
0: Talk about it. No,
1: they it's just, so they're like, like okay. you said, oh hey friend, which you 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 added again, friend. No, you need to DM your friend and be like, you sound fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're saying mm-hmm. you add it
0: again. Right. I do that too. We'll talk of, offline, but I do that to one of my friends who's yeah, I do that to one of my friends. He's super toxic. And he'll say certain stuff, and I gotta an inbox him. I'm like, yo, really?
1: Right. But Not in the comments, like friend, you crazy. You know, people mute to tweet all the time. But if you can't take the heat, then you shouldn't tweet. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that.
0: But a lot of people, I like, like you, you alluded to it. A lot of people don't even attempt to hold people accountable, toxic people accountable, because they think they have a chance to sleep with them.
1: Yeah, always under their comments. Always just you know under their mm-hmm. posts. Like it's really like, come on.
2: And then they real friends that don't that you know that that are their mm-hmm. real friends they don't know how to talk to their friend. They they just, like, cosign everything, you know, that their friend does, even if it's weird. Instead of saying something, it's easier to just ignore it or not
0: even respond. I had a bitch who's underneath everybody's comments. <laughs> That's so not attractive.
2: Look, I'll be on the comments on Instagram, but see, I'll be under that tussling with people sometimes. sometimes <laughs> like, Let me go <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. I'm, <laughs> talking about. I'm talking about, like,
0: you, man. A group, hard eyes and Drew wow. him emojis and just kissing people's asses. Oh, you so fine! Oh, you so sad. Oh, let me sit on your face. Oh, oh, let me swallow your th- like what? Just, t- t- that's, that's right.
3: it's just
1: too it, yeah, that's
0: it, yeah. a <laughs> decorum, right?
1: Uh, right. Yeah, what is
0: that? Anywho, y'all, we're gonna be back. Um, and then we're gonna talk about something really, really, really good today, and there's gonna be some. Self-reflection and introspection Which a lot of y'all niggas don't have And don't do So we will be back with the Black Gay Agenda After this break Welcome back to um, (laughs) Welcome back to Black Gay Agenda Y'all we be having so much fun off camera Y'all be missing (laughs) it Anywho so um, How did we get to this Okay so One question I ask a lot of times when I'm getting to know somebody, if I'm corny somebody, I say, What would you say your three toxic traits are? Or your three flaws are? Whew. I can name mine. Um, I was talking to somebody at the beginning of this year and I asked him that question, and he said, I can't think of any, I can't think of any toxic traits. I can't think of any flaws. Hmm. And I was like, hmm. He perfect he's perfect. perfect right i was like interesting other day i was with the, i was watching um kendra g's show uh, she got the dating show that she does on instagram and she had the guest host um Zach book who's a dj here in chicago and he said he asked the lady what's her three flaws that was one of the questions she said she doesn't know she doesn't have any he mm-hmm. said that not being able to name flaws. Not being able to easily name three flaws is a flaw in itself. There you go. Because what it kind of shows is that you don't have any Mm self-awareness. There's Mm -hmm. been no introspection. There's been no self-reflection. And then you show up in this world of your friendships and your relationships and your potential relationships thinking that you're doing everything right. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with you. So I said, you know what? And, and, and this year has been really a year of me really like focusing on what am I doing that's not right, right? What am I doing? How am I showing up? Uh, real quick before we get into the meats and potatoes, one thing about me is <clears throat> anybody who knows me knows I'm not an outside person. Very much a homebody, right? But I have a friend who's very much um a good friend of mine, Gio. He's very much a His love language is time spent. Mm -hmm. So for the longest time, and our friendship has taken a hit because I'm always like, oh, I'm inside. Oh, I'm inside. Nah, you know I don't go out. But sometimes you have to be able to sacrifice, right? You have to, um, friendships, relationships, it's not just about, we use the word compromise, but um, I heard an amazing therapist, she said it's more about negotiating. And collaboration. In collaboration. And okay, <clears throat> I might be an outside person. I mean an inside person, but you enjoy time spent. So, you know, one out of every four times, maybe I should go out, right? And meet them at the bar. Because if that's somebody's love language and that's how they receive love, you gotta be able to do those type of things. So like that was me. I said to myself this year, I said, Wow, maybe I haven't been the best of friend. Even though I'm doing what I need to do to you know, because I just don't like being outside. I don't like people. I like people, but I don't like people, if that makes sense. Uh, um, <laughs> but I had to really look within and say, you know what? I need to do a better job. So I'm being more intentional now with showing up. My good friend, she, um, Rashida, she was just in town this uh like two weekends ago and she's like i really want to see you and i'm only going to be here for a little time so i'm doing an event at uh this club and that's the only way i'm going to be able to see everybody so what did i do put my big boy pants on and i went out even though i didn't want to be out i went out um so today's topic of conversation is i want us to talk about what are three of our flaws um and then we're gonna just try to figure out how that affects our daily lives, whether it's our relationships with family, whether it's our relationships with friends, whether it's our relationships with um, potential partners or our partners. So whoever wants to go first. I'll say
1: it's the typical three for me. Um, I overthink. Mm -hmm. uh, I tend to overlove. Mm. And What's the third? Oh, you said three. Over-, <clears throat> over love. And sometimes like I need some like I need, I don't know if it's a it's not a, a toxic trait, uh re- reassurance. Like mm. um yeah, I was reading a post. Actually, I just shared it on my Facebook today. Um I saw a post and it says when I fuck with someone. I instantly go to, I instantly start going way too hard. I become, I be too available, too giving, too loyal, too thoughtful, too reliable. And I need to calm down and be what someone is to me. That's my problem. I always love how I want to be loved, helping to be reciprocated.
0: Oof. That's, I- yeah.
1: And it hit and it, I I quoted, I put it, I put in, po- you know, I put in quotation, I was like, I always love how I, I always love how I want to be loved, hoping it gets reciprocated because nine times out of 10, like everybody that I always come across, it never does that. Sometimes either my over, you know, maybe my thinking kills it um, over loving, you know. I don't know. Overthinking, that's the third one. Overloving, you know, I can overlove somebody sometimes, like give them too much. Um yeah.
0: With the overthinking, do you think it's um how does that affect your, like your friendships or your relationships or potential relationships?
1: Um my potential because I always think I, everybody's lying to me. Niggas <sighs> lie. Like, everybody lies is lying. Like, I just
0: I, I resonate with that. I told my best friend, I told her like, a while ago I said, if I'm talking to somebody and he doesn't pick up the phone or like, he goes, doesn't text me I automatically jump to he's getting his back blown out or blowing somebody else's back out.
1: Literally, like I, that's All exactly right. where my <clears throat> mind goes to and it's like, okay, we are in the talking phase. You mm-hmm. owe nothing. Nothing. Okay. You owe me absolutely nothing, And <laughs> but I'm still like you are a liar. You're a liar. You're getting your back blown out. You're looking at my text when your face is in the pill- in the pillow. You see my name popping up. Like that's oh. what goes through my mind.
0: <laughs> oh my god, you're my spirit animal.
1: <laughs> like I and it's because it's probably because I've been through. You know, I had a friend that. You know, I told a f- former friend of mine that I like this person. Showed him the guy. You know, I was like, "Hey, he has a business. You should support him because you know that's my boot." You know, my head. I'm like, "That's my boot." Come to find out, they start fucking. You uh, uh. went and they fucked. I mean, and, uh, mind you, they we all we were not dating. You know, there was no like right. Nothing. We were no. There was no titles. Everybody was saying Still, gr-
0: so- still grindy
1: Oh, very grimy. That is no, that was my friend of 10 years and we are no longer friends. It's been about, it's been about three years, but you know, the more and more, like, since I've been in therapy, like that shit really fucked me up. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I finally just got to a place where like, it doesn't bother me anymore because I thought so much of that person. Like I was such a good friend to him that I was just like, it really fucked me up. Um, Though I do, they are still uh, friends. They are friends or a thing. I don't know. I played mm. matchmaker without even knowing. You know? I played Cupid, Cupid without even knowing, and you know, that's how, rough. So it was rough, but I finally got to a place, and I think that's kind of caused my trust to that goes into the overthinking, um, and then it goes into the uh, you know, too loyal, the too reliable because I feel like I'm you know, I'm fighting for a, a place in this person's life Trying mm. to, that I care or maybe I care too much and then I double I sit back and I say well maybe I need to just fall back but then I don't know it's just a, I, I feel like I have not come across anybody that has been loyal to me because nine times out of ten my overthinking nine times out of ten I'm right Hmm. Mm.
3: And honestly right i wanted to like um sorry i was wrong go. so but no no, no no it's okay that that was actually a perfect segue because like you made me think of something i was just wanted to say that like that post like that you you um post on your facebook like i agree with it however like the person that you are like innately that you're loyal that you're giving you know all those good things i feel like that's just you so even like I feel like there's a a, a balance of what you give and out and what, what you are dishing out versus what you're like receiving. However, don't ever stop being you because that that is what like sets you apart and that's what people like the most about you because of those those qualities that you yeah. possess. Because yeah. you're so in you're so in tune with your emotions, you're so in tune with the way that you you love and the way that you give, that's like that right there is is beautiful. So I don't want to like um just affirm you because Come um on. it just kind of helped me. It is I was I seen a lot of myself in you and just like some of the things you said was like actually on my list. Um mainly the overthinking, but yeah, I feel like my flaws is I have trust issues.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Same, I, I overthink
3: and I'm gullible. Mm-hmm. And I'll start with I'll start with the gullible one because
1: look baby, um, <laughs> <laughs> It's okay.
3: You know, just it's important to release and I wanted to pour into you because like I see so much into you, Ryan. You're such a light and you constantly pour into all those people that are around you. And like I feel like you're Thank someone you. that is I'm sorry to go into this, but like I feel called to say this. But I feel like you're someone who um dish out so much energy to every direction. Like you have all these connections, right? But I feel like it's important to have that connection, to have that same love that you give out everybody to, for, for Ryan too, because that's important.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: We need Ryan mm. to be in love with Ryan so Ryan can give that love to everybody else.
1: Oh, absolutely, um, thank you, thank but
3: you. You're welcome, you're welcome, you deserve to hear that. Um, oh, okay, but um, I want to start with the golden one because I'm someone who operates in the world very positive, very kind, very thank joyous, you. very grateful, and um. When people tell me certain things, I take things that people say like to me literal because I'm a literal person. So if you say something to me, I'm going to take that in for what for what you're saying, right? And because I'm a nice person, I'm thinking like, okay, like you're going to fall through, you're going to come through with what you're saying because how I operate in this world. I guess I expect everyone else to operate like that, yes. but realistically, it's it, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. And there has been times where um, I find myself so hurt because I'm moving in this world very very open and honest and 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 very graceful. However, like I'm getting disappointed. I'm getting shot in the foot because no pun intended. But um because well <laughs> my thoughts together. <sighs> okay. Um because <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
0: sorry. Oh, my God.
2: I hate when I do that. Okay, what they they saying, church? Right. <laughs> take, your time, right. <laughs> take your time, baby. No, take
0: wanna...
2: your time. He was trying to be politically correct because he said shot in the foot, and then he going to say no pun intended. And that's why I got choked up because he wanted to laugh. Right. Laugh at it. It was funny. Right, it was okay, funny as fuck. It was funny as fuck. <laughs> <why laughs> I knew what you was doing. That's why I was like, no, it's okay. It was, it was funny took like everything
3: in me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, Go ahead. yeah, like I guess that's something I'm still I'm still like working on, and I'm learning that like it's okay to be like that because I'm not gonna stop being loving, I'm not gonna stop being you know kind and everything, but I do know that like just with just because I know that I'm gullible, I have to like not only take what people words um for for face value, but I gotta take the, what their actions are showing. me. So if your words and your actions show me you're this person. Then I'll, then I'll, you know, believe you, and um, that kind of saved me into like trust issues. Like, um, I'm like, I dealt with trust issues ever since like my dad stopped being consistent with my life since I was a child. Mm. And then, um, from that moment, because I grew up in poverty and like see my mama struggle and like see us having to depend on family members who would like give us their ass to kiss, it was like constantly like every couple years I'm being shown, like, damn, I can't trust this person. Damn, this authority figure can't trust this person. Oh, because we're staying with them and now, they're talking about us. I can't trust this person because mm-hmm. my dad is over here not being in my life and not being consistent. Can't trust this person. Um, but throughout those experiences, I never like shot away from loving, I never shot away from like one like from receiving love, however, I um. And it's more so with my, with my romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. It's not with my platonic relationships, really. I think um, I'm more <coughs> aligned with like feminine energy. So most of my, all my, all my best friends are women. However, when it comes to like my romantic relationships, I notice that like um, when it comes to trust, like, you know, I can be open, I can be, I can, I can talk to guys, but I feel like there's something in part of me that like don't want me to like let them, don't want to let them in all the way. Mm. So like even though like I'm I'm talking, I'm talking to a certain extent. Like I'm giving like 90. It's like it's 100 percent but it's really 90 because there's a like a chunk of 10% that I'm afraid to give for some mm. reason. And um I'm working through that. Mm. Uh, Cause I have to forgive my dad when he passed. You know, it's I forgive a lot, but often I don't forget. So my body like literally will react in a different way than what like what reality is given.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Real quick, Justin, before you continue Because when you started talking Mm -hmm. about your dad And forgiveness um, I want everybody listening And even if y'all haven't watched it yet um, Last week, Kirk Franklin actually Released this Phenomenal It's like a 40 minute documentary About him His father, that he just found out That he is alive Mm -hmm. um, When he was told that somebody else Mm -hmm. Was by his mother, that somebody else was his dad And she lied and she still still lying, still lying, gaslighted him and told him that the that the uh, the paternity test wasn't real, even though they took it twice. Um, and then there's a moment where he has a uh, um, come to Jesus moment with his uh, son Carrion Franklin. And we all know that you know we remember when Kirk when Carry On released the uh, recording of Kirk telling him, "I'll break your neck, nigga." So oh um, <laughs> why, why do why do you sound just yeah like you? just like it no <laughs> so it was but like the documentary is beautiful i say everybody should watch it but even men should all men should watch it black men need to watch it because it just really speaks to like regardless of if your father was around or if your father was around and you feel like your father didn't do what he was supposed to do and it's just like it really made you self flight like, reflect. I tell you, I watched that, and then the next day I was like, "Wow!" Because there's certain stuff that like I have resentment against my father for, um, and we have a decent relationship. It's not the best, but there's ser- certain places where I feel like he dropped the ball. And then I realized he didn't have a dad. Mm. You know, so you gotta be able to give people the grace because they only do what they know to do. If nobody taught you how to do something, how do you know how to do it? You figure it out as you go along. So just for all the people listening, uh, it's called Father's Day, 40 minutes. And, like, you're going to boo-hoo, all right? Just going to let you know. You, you, you're you probably going to boo-hoo. But it's, like, really good. And I think it's a conversation starter, And it's something that we as black men should definitely be talking about. Because I think father wounds um, are a real thing. And I think Absolutely. how we show up in our relationship. The reason why a lot of our relationships fail is because we have unhealed trauma from our fathers.
2: Ooh, you just gave me a epiphany about something. Come on, yeah. speak on it. And then we're going
0: to go back to Justin. We haven't forgotten about you, Justin, but I felt led to so say bad. that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my what? epiphany? Just the way that I am. I am a, I am a, a I'm a lifer when it comes to relationships Mm -hmm. um that's people that's friends that's whatever you are i'm a lifer so i hold on to people and i try to resolve and i fix Mm. and i and even sometimes pacify people when um when i'll be like i don't like that they said that now i'm very direct so i'll say something but i'm not throwing them away yet But then, but then once you get to the point where we are afraid, I am completely enraged. Like, I am like, you can't, you ain't coming back around the corner with me. And there's no way you can apologize. You can do whatever, you can do whatever. I'm not doing it again. Mm. And that's, it's, it's, it's very like. The way that I feel in those moments when I feel like that with somebody that was a friend to me or somebody that I was, you know, in a situation with is definitely likened to the way that I was trying to nurture my relationship with my father. Mm. Um, yeah. Because we have none, never had one. And mm. I kept trying and it kept being the same. And then I'm like, Fuck all that shit, and so now that I'm like that, you know, you so so many people. Oh, life is short, and I don't give a fuck about life. And I wanted to say something when you said, um, you said something about. Oh man, I lost it. You when you were talking about the Father's Day, uh, documentary. Yeah. um, You said something, and I felt like please. Like I'm not doing that. So about right. it, I forgot what it was. It, lo- it left me, but yeah. But it's because I'm in. I'm in a point where I'm just like, I, at this point, I'm
0: like whatever. But that's yeah, one I, of my I, flaws. I feel you. Um, I don't think that it necessarily. I just said people should watch it because there's yeah. still something that you can pull from it. Even oh, absolutely. If it's not restoring a relationship with your father, you're going to have kids one day. Yeah. And you don't want to repeat the same things that your father did with Absolutely. your kids, right? Absolutely. And then you also don't want and then you also don't want to show up to your, with your kids and try to a lot of people do like, "Oh, I will never be like my parents. I'll never be like their parents. I'll never be like my parents." And in trying to never be like their parents, they actually become like their parents. Mm-hmm. Or they don't give their kid what it is that their kid actually needs because they're more focused on not becoming something instead of becoming the thing that the kid actually needs.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Very important.
0: Justin, you have a um, anything about your last trait before we move on?
3: Well, child, I was overthinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, "Yep." I was like, when well, Ryan was talking, I was like, "Yep," because I know for me, my main love language is words and affirmations. So, mm, like, me too. You, like, I love being reassured. Like, I like talk. If you can reassure me every day, I mean, that'll be fucking amazing. But, yes, like, that'll be amazing. Like, I don't. I never realized that oh, I love. Like, I was. Like, when I'm interested in someone, like, that's obvious. Like, I want to text you every day. And I'm learning that because I got so many things, like, there's no excuse. I work 30 hours a week. I go to school full time. I have a business on the side. I'm doing extracurriculars. I'm doing a lot of things, at least 10 different tasks a week. Um, But because I like You're giving us body in the gym? Right. (laughs) Giving shape and, oof. Giving shape. (laughs) Like, really, for real. But um, when I like somebody for real, I make that time. I don't give a fuck if you' busy. You can make you can make time to text you one spot of the day.
0: Don't I? You know um, I don't care if
3: if you if you hear this, my future lover. And
0: and the principal is leaving, so now you got to cover down for him.
3: Right. I don't give a fuck what's going on. Tell me, like, tell, give me the tea. Tell me what's going on. But yeah, oh, I didn't I mean heard. to say that. Oh, well. Oh it's here my God, it's that's bad. all I had to say. I'm
0: done. Um, Justin, I got something for you. And feel free to fire back when it comes to mine and tell me my toxic trait. But I have a trait of yours that I don't like. And now, this wasn't planned. But listen, we do things and it's really real. Mm-hmm. Right? It's real. This show is real. It's raw. It's authentic. Something that you do that I don't like, that I need you to stop doing it, and you did it earlier you care too freaking much about what people will say or what people would think. Mm -hmm. You're like so politically correct. (laughs) Like, so, 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 so. And I just need you to be like, regardless of what you say and what you do, and no matter how um, no matter how much you try to make sure that everything's palatable, there's going to be somebody who finds a problem with it. We talked about it at the top. Those men were just literally enjoying their friend on his freaking birthday weekend, right? And mm-hmm. somebody found a problem with that and made it a thing. Right. Regardless, there's some miserable freaking loser in his mother's basement, right, who <laughs> is <laughs> whos going to find a problem. So I need you because you're like so freaking dope, right? And there's so much that you have to offer. And I just want you to be more just don't care about what people think. They're, not everybody's gonna like you, not everybody's gonna F with you, and that's okay. The the people who you're called to, the people who you're assigned to, they'll they're gonna they're gonna, you know, listen. And are you gonna get it right all the time? No. I don't get it right all the time. I don't. And that's cool. The times that you don't get it right, you figure out what you did wrong and you keep pushing for it. But like just, you know, just just be more like. Fuck them people. Literally, that's why I think a lot of time I'd be like, fuck <laughs> them people. And I used to be like that, especially in this podcasting space. Like when uh combos for the culture first started, I would be like, mm, oh, I don't know if I should say this. Never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. And then I eventually was just like, you know what? People need to hear my authentic thoughts. Be, people need to hear my it like it authentic thoughts. An mm-hmm. yep. And now it's whatever. If you don't like it, leave.
3: Yeah. yeah. I receive that. Thank you. I actually do care what people got to say too much. And like, mm-hmm. that's something that like, um, I'm working on and I cannot wait to mention that in, um, therapy because it's like, I feel like I apply in certain spaces and then forget to do it in like the other spaces that matter to me too. Mm. So I like that you, um, called me out and like, you know, brought that to light because, well, not brought it to light, it's, it's evident, but you, you right. um, mentioned it and I appreciate that because that's real love. So Listen, I see
0: you and me. I see a lot of you. I see a lot of me and you. Whatever. Pause. <laughs> um. <laughs>
3: a lot of me. Oh, What you mean by that?
0: <laughs> no, but like I used to be the same way a people pleaser. And <laughs> the reason why I'm a people pleaser is it stems and it's rooted. And then we'll go to, can I just go get my flaws now, Alex, since I'm there? Go for it. All right. One of my faults is being a people pleaser. And that's rooted mm-hmm. in me feeling like, I never can really, truly, authentically um, please my pops because he's a pastor and he's traditional and I'm gay. And regardless of, so like one thing that I do, the reason why I work so hard and like I got to grind and like I'm so hard on myself is because I am a people pleaser. So like certain things I'll be like, oh, it's not enough. It's not enough. People are like, yo, you're like killing it. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing enough because I'm looking for that (laughs) Um, validation because one of my love, my main love, love language is words of affirmation and yeah my dad tells me every once in a while like oh not? he tells me yeah I'm proud of you I'm proud of what you are doing in the business I'm proud of this boom 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 but I know in, in the back of my mind I know he's not 1000% proud of me because I'm gay you feel me I mm. haven't given him grandchildren I'm not married to a woman so like and maybe that's not what he thinks but that's what I think he thinks mm-hmm. you feel me so he
2: hasn't made you feel otherwise either.
0: That part. So that manifests in other areas of my life. And I know that's where that people pleasing stems from. So it's always like, oh, I got to make sure that they're happy. And I end up doing stuff that I really don't want to do. Like, I literally stayed in a toxic as business relationship for like a year, longer than I should have because I didn't want to make them feel t- any type of way. And I didn't want them to say that I dropped the ball and like all of these things. The minute I dropped them, literally God's been able to send me like three or four new people who like not only replaced the heart income, but like, tripled it. <laughs> like you know, on, triple that. We're, we're getting into a place where like, we're getting good. We're about to be good over here. I might go get my teeth done. Okay. I might get, on, a BBL. No, yeah. I, I, I'm get the BBL, but I might get my teeth done. Um, <laughs> But, but yeah, so like that's definitely um, one of mine is just people pleasing, and I'm trying to get out of it, but it's hard. So when I see other people do it, it's like, oh, I know what that is. That's people. That's people pleasing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, another toxic trait would be, um, I, and this is in friendships, this is in relationships. Um, I've been done wrong so many times because I'm a very caring and giving person, right? To a fault sometimes. And I've gotten burned a lot, 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 a lot of times. So I'm so overly defensive, right? Somebody says something to me and I'm ready to like fucking go, let's go. We about to you fight, are. we about to box, your mama's a hoe. <laughs> like I'm ready to go to war with you because that's like a defense mechanism for me, because I feel like I'm gonna get you before you get me. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, so like sometimes people say like the smallest thing to me, and I just like spazz the f out. And they're like, "Yo, <laughs> what was that? Why are you so defensive?" And it just that's a toxic trait. And I know in my relationships, like it happens in like friendships and stuff, platonic platonic relationships, but it definitely happens in um friendships. I mean, relationships like romantic or possible uh, romantic relationships where that has been a turn off to people. That they they're like, yeah, you're really, you're a lot, you're, you're, you're intense.
2: Oh, can I honey. tell you? Can I? I'm gonna pause but can I tell you when I first met you? No, not first, second. Cause I met you first when I did your photo shoot.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I met you second online, and you know. I troll mm-hmm. with Blake a lot. You know, I'm always talking trash with him. We joke back and forth because Blake always give me hell. And I joke like that. That's how I joke with my friends. I'm very like right. that. But when it's somebody that I don't know, <laughs> I'm always mindful because I don't know if I'm going too far. Mm-hmm. But I remember I was joking and Michael was just like, like ready. Uh-huh. And I I even like softened mine mind because I'm like, wait, does he think that I'm serious? Maybe he thinks I'm serious is why he's responding like that. But then his next response will be jokingly, and I was so confused. I'm like, wait, is he mad
0: for real or is he joking <laughs> with me? I- because that's another toxic trait that's attached to that is I can be offended by something and piss and on the defense, but I don't want you to know that I'm offended. Does that make sense? Or on the defense, so then I'll throw in there a joke to make it seem like, oh, it's it's all cool. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> really, I'm like fuck this nigga. <laughs> I'm so
3: confused. Arthur Fist is fucked, yeah.
2: right?
0: <laughs> Passive aggressive. And my last one, one thousand percent is over. I'm an overthinker in everything. And like I said earlier, when Ryan was talking about it, uh, you listen because I'm the type of person who. I pour anything that I do, whether it's business, whether it's the gym, whether it's my friendship, whether it's a relationship, I put 1,010% in it every time, right? Mm-hmm. I love hard. I love deep. Pause. Um, it's okay. okay. I feel like the straight boys today saying pause after everything. You... <laughs> <time.
2: laughs> it felt like it too, because you're the only one that's thinking about it that way. And so yeah. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> <be> <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I got to go to the store. Pause. Pause. Uh-huh. but no, I love hard, I love deep Um, I put a lot into things, especially like if we vibing, I'm the type of person, if like we talking and we've been talking like, this is bad but if we've been talking like a couple of weeks and we talking all day like in my head, I'm already at our photo shoot in December and our match at PJ oh my gosh,
3: me too
2: in in my head,
0: I'm already like We're at the pumpkin patch in November, (laughs) (laughs) picking pumpkins. We're picking apples with apple cider. Like, I'm already there. And it's like, so I'm an overthinker. So, like, when certain stuff, when you introduce a vibe and then you, fall back from that vibe that you introduced so you're texting me every morning um you're texting me throughout the day and then all of a sudden you just ghost because you're quote unquote mr busy six figures i want to feel some type of way so now okay. i'm thinking as you, you right.
1: say as you fucking-
0: i need to bring oh. this up to my therapist because i think it's bothering me still right. but um Okay. So
1: Tell them don't introduce you to a vibe. Do not introduce me to a vibe you cannot, you cannot maintain. Yes. Yes. Period. Yes.
0: Well, so I overthink. So and then even certain, but sometimes I overthink and it's bad and it will turn somebody off. So if if you know sometimes people are just busy. So they might text you back, but it will be short, right? So if you ask me how my day was, hey, my day was good. Um just got back from you know shooting. A bunch of content with my clients, and now I'm about to get ready, do some uh, podcast prep, um, you know, for tonight's recording. That would be my answer because I'm a conversationalist, obviously, right? Um, then I said, What about you? And let's just say they're like, Oh, my day was really good, uh, just been busy. And that's all you give me. Now I'm thinking of like in my head, I'm like, Oh my god, what did I do wrong? <laughs> so I'll say something like, Are you okay? <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that, is that, is everything good? Yeah, I think
2: like, that, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but change what you say because when you say "Are you okay?" it sounds passive aggressive. Just say "Are you busy right now?" Mm. or "What are you doing?" If if let let I tell, tell you like, they're busy, if I go jump like, to, I automatically
0: jump to. There's something wrong. Did I do yeah. something? Are you mad at me? Um, <laughs> that's just I, overthinking
1: overthinking and let me tell you what i learned in these new spaces with these with communicating because the people the last two people i've like tried to date or attempted to date our communication has been somewhat for not better than what i'm used to okay and now what i do is if i because you can't always tell the tone of somebody although i think i can via text message if mm-hmm. i don't like your via text message you're always gonna fail you always, mm-hmm. you know, but I I open that dialogue to hey, how are you feeling? Like, tell me if mm. I ask you, how are you feeling? Tell me, and if you I'm if you tell me you're not, it's not a good day, you're not feeling it today, I will open that space and say, do you oh. want to talk about it? Mm. Do you want to talk about it? Because I want you to know that I'm here and I'm all mm. here, and it's your, it's not about me, it's about you. So let's talk about it. I like that. So, you know, that that and, you know, sometimes that opens up a whole new dialogue, but you know, I open it cuz if like you don't feel comfortable then, mm-hmm. you know.
0: But yeah, those are my those are my flaws, three of mine. There's probably more, but those we we're sticking with three right now. So like those are the three main ones that um I deal with and I'm actively working, you know, working on because it affects it affects stuff. And sometimes we could be our own worst enemy and we oh. we can add to the problem there could be no problem and for an overthinker we can create a problem that was that was never there and not everybody has the capacity to um do that oh one last one um this is an old one and i really actually my ex kind of healed me from this so i don't do it anymore but my i'm olivia pope through and through now with like the killing people in Ruining people's lives, but as far as trying to be a fixer, and I used to um, fix, try to fix everybody, whether they were a friend, whether it was somebody dated, and then my ex, he was like, "Stop trying to fix me. Try stop trying to be my dad. Stop trying to be a partner. Right, and then start just start being a partner because he would say something was going on, and I was like, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to do boom, but because in my you know everything." between military, between a businessman, between a mind of a strategist, I'm always like, X, Y, Z, A, B, C, these are the five steps that you need to get to this place, right? And that's what I would do in my relationships. I would be like, oh, and it's like, you might just have a bad day. You might just be having a bad day, and you're tired of your job, but I'm sitting here like, okay, well, you need to do this, and then you need to go there. that. So now I kind of say to my friends or if it's somebody I'm talking to, like when they vent, I say, what do you want from me? Mm-hmm. How can I help you? Is this something that you want me to give advice for, or am I just listening? Instead of feeling like, oh, I got to fix you. Because I think that fixing, as I'm talking through this, I think that fixing ties back to people pleasing. Because you feel like you've accomplished something, because you fix somebody's issue and you fix somebody's problem. Hmm. hmm. There you go. Self-reflection.
2: And it normally happens when you're talking about it. Not necessarily if you try to think about it like ahead of time. Like, ooh, what is my thing? And then you write something and then you start having a conversation and unpack it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think I, I'm the same way when it comes. I don't consider myself a people pleaser. However, okay. however I am definitely a fixer. Um, I want to... And that's how actually I show you I care, too. Cause I want to and it's bordering controlling, but I'm not controlling because I don't I don't do it so that I don't do it for me, for my benefit. I think that I'm doing it because I'm that's how I show you I care. Mm-hmm. Like if I see you going down a path of error, I don't want you to trip. If I see you walking off a cliff, I'm gonna grab your arm. You know what I'm saying? And I get told constantly by Pat, I'm a big boy. I don't need you to father me. You you don't have to tell me what to do. I've made it this far in my life. I'm okay. I'll live. But, and it's a little selfish too, because also maybe it is a little bit of, it's kind of like a mixture. It's a little dash of control in there too, because part of it is well, I want you to be right because you're attached to me. Mm. Mm. oh that hurt but that's what it is and i know that's what it is because i want to make sure that we are good so i add six along with fixing me and i don't and, and it ain't even the thing that i think i'm perfect is that i'm you know i'm working here but Wait, wait, wait! What you doing? I, no, no! I already got that together. You come back. Let me get you right because I, I already fixed that part of me. So I don't want you to be lacking in it. You know what I'm saying? That's me. Mm-hmm. I'll be like want to like handle. And maybe it is control in a in not a neg in not the way that we first think about controlling when we hear control. Because normally you think mm-hmm. controlling, you will be like, oh, you just want to control my life. No, more so control of like I want everything in order.
0: Like mm-hmm. I need to
2: have things under control, like security and control. That's what. Lack of security scares me. Like when people pack up and move to different states, that throws my head in a tizzy. <laughs> like, I can I would never? I'm like, oh hell no! I'm be, I would be thinking about doing that for six seven years before I ever start moving. And then at the point I get ready to move, I'd be like, nah, I, I, it don't look it look too shaky, you know, mm-hmm. over there. So I think that's part of it, like me wanting the control in narrative, making sure that everything is okay. I hate when things don't go my I hate when things don't go the way that I planned it to go, I fall apart. So like if I, if I, and I feel like, and I know we, go on this another path like Zodiac stuff, but I swear I'm, I'm a tourist for real because I have routine and I like doing things a certain way. Even if it don't make sense to other people, it makes sense to me. And if you push me in a direction of doing something differently, I'm about to, I can't do it. I've shut down. So me controlling it too is the same thing. I'm trying to control it so it fits within my my framework of it. You know what I'm saying? Going the way that I want it to go. So that's one thing.
0: Mm.
2: I think that that was like twofold in one. I, it, I just found something else out. But the other thing is that and I feel like they're all related because I feel like I want people to respond or treat me how I treat them. And if you don't, Again, we have a real big issue. Um, real bad. Like I like if I if I text you or if I say hey and you don't say nothing back to me all day, I'm actually real giving of that. I'll be like, okay, fine, you ain't say nothing. But the next day go by, and then you text me. Oh, y'all know I said this before, I'm real tip for tat. I knew so we you- were going here because I remember
0: that conversation.
2: <laughs> My mind is going right to yesterday. Oh, I wasn't important for you yesterday? Well, bitch, you ain't important to me today. So rest in that and know that you ain't going to get no response from me today. Maybe you'll talk <laughs> to me tomorrow. Or if you if you double text, like if you realize it's been taking a while and you double text me and be like, hey, I'm just making sure you're good. I, I'm going to be like, I'm okay. Fuck out of here. That's that's just, I can't help it. I, I get, cause I get real, you know what it is? I'm very, I'm very emotional and I'm very sensitive, but I cover it with a shield because you can't be like that. So, and, and I'm a number one, I'm a black male. You know what I'm saying? I'm growing up. I'm the only male in my, in my household, right? It was my mom and my two younger sisters. My stuff dad was there, but he was a truck driver. So he was away a lot. So I'm the man of the house. I got all those like guards up that I got to do mm-hmm. and, protect and live. So I got a real hard front, but I'm very sensitive. So as soon as you like start scratching at my shield, I'm like about to smack you in the face, like get Mm -hmm. away. You know what I'm saying? So as soon as you start doing things that start getting to my sensitive, you, I really, what I would do if I wasn't so guarded is it would, it deeply hurts me. I'm deeply affected by it. Like I had an incident with a friend. Oh, With an associate that i had to fix it because it's that's part of why i feel like i feel and um i'm a great friend i love my friends i am open my home is always open i'm giving um if i got it you got it i'll talk to you for hours i'm emotional i like talking to my friends you know i'm a real good friend i'm a loving person i'm caring i'm protective too and let me make sure I say this right. Yes, I can say it. Well, how fuck? I don't use you. Yeah, I, they, so a, a friend of mine that I had been known longer than that friend gave me, you know, told me something that, about a conversation. It wasn't like they was coming back to tell me nothing or like, oh, let me tell you. It was just talking about what, you know, oh yeah, I talked to them. so they said I had asked them about, you know, had they talked to you? And they was like, oh, I don't talk to them like that. What that hurt. But that wasn't my response. Hmm. My response is, oh, really? So this, this was it, was it that when I was doing this, 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 or when we were this, 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 this. Now for whatever y'all was talking about, now Hmm. you don't
0: talk to me like that.
2: But do you all talk? Do you all talk like that? No. And so what was said was, it wasn't, we don't talk to me like that. It was like, so let me get more detail. That way it makes okay. more sense. So my friend was looking for me because he was calling my phone okay. and he called past long, So neither one of us answered. So he's looking for us. We were asleep. Okay. Whatever. He's calling my phone. He's looking for us. He asked him, yo, you talk to Pat? No. You talk to Alex? I don't talk to him like that. What? Just say you ain't talk to me. So and see that's where the other part comes in is doing things like I do them that's shady to me and I ain't like mm-hmm. that. You, I you you specifically said that because you could have just said what you said at first. No, why do you have to tell that person that? So of course my friend was talking about the conversation. And I was like, pause. What was that? <laughs> so that hurt. Even though I my response you. wasn't hurt. The way that I responded to it, you wouldn't think that I was hurt. But that hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. So now I'm enraged, bitch. So now I'm treating you every time I see you. Oh, this is so bad. Every time. Because I have to be be, also, too, when you have a partner that's friends with somebody, guess what? You will see them. You will Mm -hmm. be around them. And as much as I try to avoid it, there's no avoiding it. So he's your
0: partner's friend, but not your friend? Yes. Okay. And so it started off
2: as that we were mutual like we met the person at the same time but then it went, it went astray a little that's when it started to go left and I was like oh that's your friend that ain't my friend you know what I'm saying and so I, I behaved that way you said it I'm gonna act on it and I said that to the person that's what you said stand on your word watch me move and I start moving like that. And ever since then, if I've been and I've been very stern about it, and very mean sometimes. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie, I've been very like mm-hmm. so, okay, that's your friend, ain't mine? I okay. don't care. I've been very like that, and I um and even this person try to talk to me, and I just be like, Girl, hey, mm-hmm. and I feel bad because. They try, but I but you, you haven't like a, I, I don't, you haven't atoned for that yet. I maybe I need some time. Mm. I'm stubborn, I need some time. I don't know. I done. Done ever. And so now, everything I'm like, I just don't like you. Now, I feel like that. So it's
1: weird. <laughs> you, just you, you just like,
2: why? <sighs> Every little thing, I'll be like, why you drink your
0: water like that? Last time you saw me, you said you were gonna kick my ass, <laughs> me. No, that's a. I'll see y'all the clip. It's a. Oh, <laughs> like,
2: oh yeah. Keep that same energy. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I yeah, was yeah. with my daughter.
0: You said you was gonna kick my ass. She's not here.
2: <laughs> that's exactly how I feel every single time. Yeah. I'm literally, and I'm too wrong for this, but I've literally done the whole like, I'm here,
0: and I'm in the front of everybody,
2: everybody else over here. They entered this way. <laughs> I don't see you. I've literally done that and it's real bad. But I just don't I, I but I feel like that was bogus, especially when I was being a friend and I was giving a lot of myself to the friendship. So when you do that, I just get upset and I have a hard time. I had another friend do the same thing. He stopped talking to me. He was going through something I didn't know what he was going through. He wouldn't talk to me, wouldn't say nothing. We I'm like, I'm texting, calling, checking, da da, da nothing. So
0: I was like, oh. Well, sometimes Again. push. Well, I will say that sometimes people cut, and that's their toxic trait. But sometimes people, when yeah. they're going through something, because I'm that way, sometimes they don't want to be a burden to anybody, so they just disappear, and they don't, they won't respond because they don't want to be a burden. They won't they don't want people feeling like they got it. You get what I'm saying? So, like, that's I weird do that for- sometimes because I'm that way sometimes. Sometimes I will just like break away for a little bit there might be you might not hear from me from a week maybe bad it may be good it is what it is but like i don't want to be averted
2: and see for me again this is where that whole I, I expect people to treat me how i treat them if i'm reaching out to you the least you can do is be like yo i'm 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 okay i'm you know my house I'm, i got my apartment i ain't i ain't homeless i ain't dying I'm just going through some stuff. I need some time. Yeah. Away. If you could just let me have these moments, I'll reach out to you when I'm good.
0: Okay. And that's I will fair. be
2: like, okay, I may check on you still periodically, but now I know that you need time, so I'll give you time and move on. We've been on each other Yeah. I'll
0: be like, hey, I'm in a dark place, bro, so I don't feel like talking.
2: <laughs> right. And my response to you was like, you need anything from me? Is there anything that I can do? Something I did learn when somebody tells you something's going on with them, even beyond what you said, like when you're giving advice or what I can do, not even that. When they say something and you know you can't do it, in your mind, you may think there ain't nothing I can do about that. I still say, is there anything that I can do with this situation? And they'll tell you yes or no and then you back off. And I'm okay with that, but I think- so you just want
0: communication.
2: Communication, I'm very direct. And when I'm feeling something, you know it. When I don't like something, my people know it. And it just boggles my mind that not only you can't be direct, but you know me, we friends. We've been friends over 10, 10 years, some of these people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why can't you just talk to me like I talk to you? Am I crazy? Do I overshare? Do I talk too much? Am I too invested in this that I'm doing a lot? So that's what that again, I but see my reaction is always anger when that time happens. I'm never like, oh, you know, real no, fuck you. That's how I get. So I think that's a problem too. Um, so it's real hard for me to come back when I'm when I get in those modes. And that's why I always check before I I've learned to check one more time before I have my final like, all right. Even with us, with that, like what I said a little back and forth. After that, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to just let him be. I really did. Because I didn't know what it was. And I was like, I didn't even know him enough to be real mad. Mm -hmm. But I'm just going to let it be. Mm -hmm. But, you know, yeah. yeah.
0: And now look at us. I know, right? I had to
2: figure it it out.
0: Man, this has been good, Mm y'all. This has been good. And I feel, like I feel like a therapy session. Around. Okay. I think black men we need to have and and, and this goes back to that reductive, those reductive ass conversations that we see that black gay men have on Twitter. These are the type of conversations that we need more of. Not would you let somebody with painted nails um top girl? No. What, yes. is, what did Kiki Palmer say? The storyline has run.
3: <laughs>
2: like, you are tired. Okay. <laughs> like,
0: listen, we already know. Either yes, you will date somebody who has HIV, or no, you won't. We've already talked about. Either yes, you'll date somebody who does OnlyFans, or no, you won't. We've already all these. We we know if you're gonna date somebody, if you want to date somebody who has six figures, we know. Like all this shit. These-
2: it's because they be want to tell their why so that they why can be mic dropping. They don't care about the actual so answer. They can, they yeah. But we're
0: not having conversations that's actually healing the community.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. And that's
0: why I like what we do here at the Black Gay Agenda. I we have it. actual conversations that I feel at least that's going to provide healing amongst the community. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of broken men. And a lot of them, a lot of the shit that we deal with in our dating lives is because there's a lot of broken ass men who yeah. refuse to do the work. <laughs> refuse. Mm. I'm still somewhat broken, but guess what? I'm doing the work. Yeah. Okay.
2: May have some scars. Listen, never broken, just been. Come on, baby, not broken. Ah, mm-hmm. How yeah. we need a shout music. Uh, sound. <laughs> we need a
0: like,
3: little boom. <laughs> <I'm like>, so, been <laughs> we we over. i been
0: Amazing. Um. This has been an amazing <laughs> um,
2: you missed You missed Justin.
0: This has been an amazing experience for me. I feel like I've grown so much. Um, I feel like I've grown a lot during this season. And next week, I'm excited. Next week is our season finale, not series finale. Next week is our season finale. And um, the title of the topic of next week is going to be um it's called the agenda moving forward agenda and mm-hmm. we're going to really kind of take a look back at season one we're <laughs> going to take a look back at the things that we talked about we're going to see if our thoughts have changed at all over this past you know Oof. couple of months um and then yeah and then we're going to just go into the agenda moving forward season two um may have some changes um, but season two is gonna be beautiful, just like season one was. So yeah, I'm I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited for what we're building. Yes. Know, I think y'all we we're like at 1,200 listens. Um, wow. y'all have been supporting Thank this podcast. So long, Thank
3: y'all. We appreciate y'all yeah. for real, for
0: real. Like that's crazy to me. Like <laughs> when I when, I remember when we you know we first had these conversations and I talked to each one of you. I was like, yo, this could be a thing. And just seeing it manifest, and I fully expect us to be doing like you know some of the pride events next month, I mean, next year, regardless come of on. what city it is. And speak it, speak it. come on. yeah, no, it'll be a beautiful thing. So, yeah, it's it. gonna be the agenda, hey, agenda, but um, as we always do, where can the people find you? Let us know what you got going on.
2: So, for me. As usual, Xander T eighty two on Instagram. That's X A N D E R T eighty two. Like I said, look coming up probably by the next time we record, I should probably have heard something about the show. I'll be in that show. That's in the fall time, so you guys will hear about that. You'll see some pictures of some somewhere if you follow me. So that's that's pretty much where um, where everything is going to be. I'm 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 a, I'm a mostly Instagram person, so everything is there.
1: Okay. Um, you can find me on all social media platforms at rated Ryan or I A N. <laughs> and um I've been teasing. Um I'm getting in the groove of season six for Ryan Out Loud. Um, some things are coming. I have a bonus show. Coming, um, to Ryan Out Loud that will be separate but still in the same that'll be announced later on. Um, yeah, a lot of things are coming happening, so prepare to be sick of me. Ay, oh, yeah. That's a great like kind that. of problem That was that
3: was, that was that was good. Um, of course, y'all can find my sexy self, sexy and sober self on IG. T- I like um, at the Justin B. Smith If you need social media needs I'm the guy, constant strategy All that type of stuff, but be on the lookout for Some amazing things that will be Involved in Thank y'all
0: That's a shirt, by the way Keep that in your back pocket and- um, Yeah y'all, follow me at It's Micah B um, Yeah, follow me at It's Micah B Um Follow the r b Rundown. We are wrapping up our 30-day. Um, it's been so dope, y'all, growing this page. We're wrapping up our 30-day b challenge. So make sure that you um, stay locked in with that. Um, Combos for the Culture is on break. We're on break till January of 2024. However, we're going to be doing some interviews in between there. Uh, so just, just stay tuned. Just follow me on It's Micah B. And then you can find all my other channels. Uh, there's a lot of content coming to y'all um working on some things um in the near future so just uh, stay locked in with that and like i said make oh. sure that you stay locked in with us make sure that you tune in next week because it will be our season finale but as always <laughs> y'all, laugh, your purses and clutch your pearls
2: hey. <laughs>
0: black gay agenda